Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined for the first time ever. First time ever on a podcast? Yes. No. No, that's wrong. Oh, well, anyway, Sophia Bastis is in the house. How's it going? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's this other podcast you've been on? You've been cheating on Split Six. I, well, I wasn't like a part of their podcast. They had didn't they never released the part that I was on, but it was <laughs> um, I like was listening to a podcast on nature versus nurture. Okay. And was super into it, so I reached out to the people who hosted it. And then I had like a Q&A with them over video chat. And that was like, I was. Oh, that's cool. Right. But I was like kind of part of their podcast, but they never released it. But their shit's pretty cool. So. Hell yeah. Nature versus yeah. nurture. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that microphone just slightly closer to you. Okay. Not the, uh, just the thing. <laughs> Rookies over here, you know, guys. <laughs> there, is that better? That's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just talk as close as you can to like that screen. Look, okay. Without doing weird things to it. Come on. Other people got to <laughs> use this stuff. <laughs> okay so how are you are you ready for thanksgiving yes i'm ready for thanksgiving i'm excited to be around the fam you know mm-hmm. don't get to see them very often so how did, did your family like your whole family get together no we <laughs> only do like the my dad's side of the family we do thanksgiving okay. with what do you guys do let's hear some traditions um it's the, your most average thanksgiving <laughs> ever you know just same <laughs> go to the uncle's house drink alcohol watch football and eat food like, all your favorite things are you um uh are you still a vegan or a vegetarian i'm vegetarian okay um uh yeah so eating food is not as fun for us no it's, it's not <laughs> i mean i get to smash on a green bean casserole but hell yeah <laughs> that's my favorite thanksgiving dish I, uh, my whole family, um, at least that, like my aunts and uncles and some of my cousins, I think I'm still vegan. Like I'm like pretty much not a vegan at all. Like <laughs> I'm like it's hard. probably about 50% of my meals are vegan, but, um, uh, <laughs> still eat cheese every once in a while. I don't eat any milk, but um, see, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't drink cow's milk, but mm-hmm. I will eat cheese. Yeah. Cheese. Fucking bane of my existence. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to have to bring my own dish, I think, to continue the allure that, um, I don't eat anything. Cause I'm like, I want to be like a vegan influencer, even though I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so I actually participated in a Friendsgiving last night. Oh yeah. And it's amazing. Like my group of friends, they're absolutely amazing. Um, Most of them at least. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. Yes. Um, and my friend Angela, who was basically the the chef of the night, made like almost everything. Hell yeah. And she, I believe, is vegan. Okay. But she made basically every dish was vegetarian. And the only thing that wasn't vegetarian was the turkey. Yeah. And she made like shepherd's pie and chicken and dumplings, but like made them as vegetarian dishes. Oh, nice. And, and she made a turkey and she's a vegetarian? Yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to, for our meat-eating friends, you know, and like... I have to like, fuck my friends, you're eating vegetarian. <laughs> All of the dishes were, like, amazing. Like, I couldn't believe... I couldn't believe that everything on that table was vegetarian other than the turkey. Like, it just blew my mind how delicious everything was. And even my friends who didn't eat meat was like, there's no meat in the shepherd's pie? Like, just going crazy about it. 
Well, we have not introduced the beers yet, but we're approaching our first um, uh, segment. So we're going to let this uh, thing play through. And then, Sophia, you're going to introduce the beers for us, okay? And then we're going to okay. talk a little bit more about Thanksgiving before we get into anything. All right. Beer number one, sports. All right. Well, uh, we're on the sports segment, but we haven't talked about the beer yet. You know, the main part of this podcast. So, Sophia, what are we drinking today? So tonight we are drinking Go Juice by Shorts, and it is a milkshake-inspired Indian Pale Ale with coffee, marshmallow fluff, milk, sugar, and vanilla. Oh, I, this might actually not be vegan. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of my family listens to this episode. Um, uh, it's got a cool logo though. It's got a uh, skeleton guy holding a snow shovel, drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, you know, even though it is unnaturally warm right now compared to what we had uh, the past couple weeks. I'm thankful for it, honestly. (laughs) Yes, this is the podcast to give thanks, so we are thankful that it is warm right now. Let's crack these open, give them a try, and hopefully they're not gross. I didn't... I didn't realize it was an IPA. Um, That's okay. I like IPAs. I love IPAs. So, but this is like I'm a little a, nervous about this a one. Stouty IPA. I don't know. Let's try it. Cheers. Cheers. I have never tasted anything like this before. You know, it's not bad. Uh, well, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly, it it kind of tastes like um a uh, fucking Bailey's and coffee. Like, I don't really get this IPA vibe at all from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Got a cool logo, and that's all it's important. Shorts, for some reason, doesn't have on their percentages on their uh, oh, bottles. Don't. No, so I'm going to have to look this up real quick. So while I'm doing that, um, continue with your Thanksgiving stories. What's your best? You, do you have a favorite Thanksgiving? Do I have a favorite Thanksgiving? Yeah. Mm, they all are the same, honestly. <laughs> well, this is going to be your first one being 21. I don't know if your family really cared about that before. but Oh, they didn't. They Ooh. Not really. Also, you are the youngest person ever to be on this podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> What's it like being born so much later than me? Um, Do you remember when the internet wasn't a thing? The internet was always a thing for me. Uh, well, same. Um, it's kind of it's weird. I this is a six percenter. Oh. So uh, drink at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go juice. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, so for my family for Thanksgiving, we do essentially the same thing that you do, except for with less drinking, because the only people that drink there are like me and my cousins mm-hmm. and my old family that are just older and religious now. So they just uh, get, get a little mad at us for drinking, but... <laughs> Welcome. Right. <laughs> Family, you know? Oh, yeah. Can't wait this year. Can't wait. Might have to fucking drive back this year, though, so that's going to be stupid. What do you mean? Like, because normally I'll go out there and spend the night at my Aunt Wanda's. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's been the tradition for, like, the last couple of years since they moved out there because, like, all my aunts, like, live, like, within a mile of each other. And, but I have Stella, mm-hmm. and I going to be living alone at that time because shout out to kurt um got a job in maryland and he's leaving on thanksgiving oh wow so i'm gonna be a lone dog over here you're gonna have uh, empty nest syndrome or whatever whatever it's called uh, yeah it will be <laughs> maybe i will <laughs> um 
Yeah, because, uh, well, like last year around this time, I was living alone by myself, but I had two dogs. Now I just have the one, and the, the, one, the, the one Stella's just been mad at me lately, so. Oh, <laughs> baby. Are you excited for Black Friday? Um, do, you do, do you participate in that at I all? I don't. Have you ever been I, out on it? I have, actually. There's, okay, there's two times I think I've been out for Black Friday, and one of them is while I was in high school. And I went with a friend who lived in Holly, and we went to, what is that, Outlet Mall with the in Holly? Yeah, not in, not in Holly. It was south of Holly. The Howell? No, not Howell. I don't even know where Howell, Holly is, to be honest. Uh, you know where, you know where Flint is? Yeah. Okay, it's south of Flint, or yeah, south of Flint. Okay. Um, but it's a, uh, what is? There's something like a Tanger Outlet Mall. That is in Howell, but there's okay. Oh, going. Great Lake, Great Lakes Crossing. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Oh. So we went to Great Lakes Crossing for Black Friday, but it was just like a shit show, as it always is. And <laughs> I bought one. I only ever bought one thing ever on Black Friday. Okay. What was it? It was a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you might be wondering why we're talking about Black Friday shopping during the sports segment, um, because Black Friday shopping is a sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Jenna fucking queen of black friday shopping shout out jenna um uh, but yeah that girl knows how to get everything and uh when we used to date she got me like this tv that still works it's, i still use in my room so you know uh i need a new tv and if anyone's uh out there buying anything for the split six podcast come on <laughs> donations are greatly appreciated <laughs> so sophia admittedly you are not the biggest sports fan i'm admit yes not a sports <laughs> Did you do any sports in high school? I did, actually. I played tennis. There you go. Me too. And I was also a cheerleader. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you letter in tennis? I did. Nice. I did. I lettered in both cheer and tennis. I forgot that you could letter in cheer. Yeah. Um, Which were you better at? Just, I don't know. <laughs> did you win any medals? I did, in both. Oh, bitch, I didn't win any medals. <laughs> I got my goddamn 10-year reunion coming up on Saturday. and That's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait for my 10-year reunion. That's just going to... It's going to be bonkers. <laughs> yeah, you only got seven more years, <laughs> you fucking baby. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm not that excited. I don't really want to go, but I'm going to be forced to by my uh female friends that yeah. are running the show so i have no choice yeah but croc uh shout out to croc not gonna go because that's not his scene and fuck you for leaving me hanging but <laughs> <laughs> um uh so um you're not into sports so you probably did not witness what happened with lamar jackson last night i don't even know who that is he's a quarterback of the baltimore ravens oh, okay. second year quarterback probably gonna win the mvp balled out last night i just want to give him a quick shout out because he's my fantasy quarterback and i love him um lions fire everybody the season's <laughs> over uh, it doesn't even matter but fire them all anyway i hope the bears route us on thanksgiving you say you watch football during thanksgiving so you always watch the lions you ever even actually watch football no <laughs> so you were lying <laughs> you know what's great is like even being a cheerleader like you had you had to know the sideline cheers and call what was happening yeah. during the games 
I was never one of those. I never called Cheers because I never knew what I never knew what was going on. <laughs> you you're just one of the ones that looked at the fans and went like, Woo! <laughs> yeah, it was your typical. Just Did like, you fly? No, no. Where were you? Like? I was a base. A base. So Did- I flew the girls. Yeah, you were. Like the, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to describe this well. <laughs> Basically, I would hold the flyers and then like throw them up in the air. That's mm. what I did. And catch them if you wanted to. Yes. <laughs> you ever drop anybody? Yes, actually. That's scary. That was <laughs> that was because it was while we were never during a performance. I've never dropped anybody, mm. but it was as we were practicing more intermediate stunts is when. We've had some like accidents happen, but nobody ever got injured. That's good. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, very. <laughs> I know someone that got terribly injured um, from cheerleading at Franklin before. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I've got some good slaps in the face, like as we're doing weird stunts and stuff. But kinky, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah. So, sporting world, uh, Detroit sports are miserable. So, I've been really struggling talking about them on this podcast, and. Thankfully, we got we got an athletic thing. I mean, I wouldn't call it a sport, essentially, but you are training to be a yoga instructor. I am. I am. So let's dive into that world. All right. So I have started in September to become a yoga instructor. When did you first go to yoga? Damn. Um, probably while I was a senior in high school is when I first started Oh, so you've been... Uh, is it, I, thought, I thought you just started. Mm-mm. Well... I just started the training program mm-hmm. to become an instructor, but I've been practicing yoga for about, what, six years now? I feel like in the last six months is the first time I've ever heard you talk about it, so that's why I was confused. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. I mean, I don't, like, verbally, like, tell people what my life's all about all you the time. You don't do any ver- verbal yoga? You tell me it's shit all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We just had a long conversation before this podcast. Get over yourself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, what What do you want to know, I guess? Um, so basically, I've never done yoga. Okay. Um, familiar with it. My ex used to do it, like, right before we broke up. She got really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it always seems kind of cool. Um, I know people do hot yoga. I've heard of goat yoga. Um, <laughs> sounds like a gimmick to me. But <laughs> Yes. Yes. It's just, you know... Modernity. You were telling me you were telling me a little bit before that like it kind of opens up your mind and your body, not just yes, it is a mind body practice. It's not just a physical practice. Okay, so uh, let's. I guess let's just start at the basics. Yeah. What is yoga? What is yoga? So yoga is actually translated into union. That mm. is what yoga actually means. From what language? Um, it's all Sanskrit. What does that mean? So Sanskrit is um, it's from, is that from Star Wars. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Indian culture. Okay. Um, but so yeah, yoga means union, and so you could say union. It's open to interpretation what mm. this union could be. Um, but like for, Teamsters type shit. Like what? I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but union can be union of mind and body, or union of let's say you and I. Okay. It just brings things together, right? Um, so there is a physical practice of yoga, which is what is being marketed currently, like heavily in the West, um, which is called yoga asana, is what the physical postures are. Does asana mean like physical? Yeah. Well, asana is the postures. It's like okay. the, the, yeah, the physical practice of it. Um, 
which is what like you, hot yoga is, you know, mm. all all of those kinds of things. It's just yoga with a really in a really uncomfortably hot, sweaty room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sauna yoga is what they probably should call it. But. Yeah, seriously, it's <laughs> it's not the best. Um, but it's kind of the sad thing to see about the yoga tradition is it's been completely stripped from its you know spiritual origin mm. or just like what it really is due to like modernity into the west it's really kind of late stage capitalism yeah exactly um and so people kind of just see it as a physical exercise workout when it's something so much more than that oh i really thought it was just physical no it's i mean so like if you go to like one of these like you know like uh yoga studios or mm -hmm. whatnot like it's more the more basic ones are they going to tell you this or is it just going to be straight up physical? It's going to be straight up physical. Oh. I mean, they... Those fuckers. I know. I know. I mean, think of meditation, you know? Meditation is p a part of yoga. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's a spiritual practice. So yoga is also, it's called, it's spiritual... I mean, it's self-realization. That is also what, like you asked me before, what does yoga mean? Well, yoga means union. Mm. Well, if yoga means union of mind and body, that is a self-realizational process. Okay. That is what yoga is. It's not just physical exercise. That That is like the, um, what is the word I'm looking for? That's like the, like a... Um, uh, so like would you try and would, like that's what like the most that's the most basic understanding of it is physical yes right? or the, those that's like the brownie points is the fact that okay. like you can get fit from it but like yeah. that's not what it's about can you get fit from it yes okay yeah you can I like you just tone, get like uh, tough from it you can develop more muscles and tone your body it's get more balance. of like yes get balanced you balance all your muscles out you tone your body um that's kind of what it is it's not to get buff you don't do yoga to get buff you do right yoga to balance to balance to learn yourself. how to balance a bunch of books on your head if you wanted to <laughs> i guess so <laughs> <laughs> um uh okay so like in essence you're saying so it's straight up just union so can you do yoga without necessarily exercising then yes you can that's what meditation is Meditation yoga, is yoga? Meditation is yoga. It's a part of yoga, yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's that... So, if you meditate, are you technically yoga-ing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never meditated. Too afraid of my own thoughts. Um, That's Which I myth. know... Okay, well, elaborate. <laughs> so, with me... How do you stop your mind from racing? You don't. That's, like, the biggest myth is your mind is going... To, your mind is going really? to race. Yes. I thought, it, I thought meditation was about trying not to think of anything. I mean, kind of. You try not to think of anything, but like, it's so hard to do that. That's impossible. It's for impossible. Me. Yeah. I mean, Can't we fucking sleep without dreaming, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> we live. We live in this kind of world where things are constantly in flux. Like, mm. we're constantly thinking and learning and looking at our cell phones. Looking at our cell phones, and it's like with meditation, it's that time to like. Get decompress. decompress get away from all of those distractions and like the thoughts are the distractions but it's basically with a kind of meditation called mindfulness meditation is when you focus on the breath so your thoughts are your breath okay. you think of breathing breathing exactly you think of you feel your belly rise and fall so you think of the rise and fall of your breath you think of 
you feel the air coming out of your nostrils. That's what you think about. You think of it going back in. So basically you think of like your sensory uh, stimulants rather than what your brain is thinking about. Because if you're thinking of breathing, that's like sensing your your nerves, like telling you breathing in and out and your stomach rising and, mm-hmm. and you're coming out of your nose rather mm-hmm. than thinking of, oh, what the fuck did I say last week? Yeah. It's just kind of trying to keep decompress from the chaotic world that we live in and mm-hmm. just focus on something that is so prominent in our lives something that like it's amazing the gift of breath it just happens (laughs) dude it just happens and we just breathe without even realizing it sometimes Oh, because it's like what do they call that like a it's like a vestigial ability we have where like we don't have to think about it it just happens it just happens like with our same with our fucking organs like our Mm -hmm. heart you know it's like absurd I don't think vestigial was the right word now that I'm thinking about it. uh, That's okay. (laughs) Because I think that refers to the appendix. (laughs) (laughs) Or something that's not necessary. Because it's definitely necessary. It's definitely necessary. (laughs) I'm glad I caught myself and told you guys that. (laughs) But it's just, it's amazing like what our bodies are doing without us even being aware of it. So I guess kind of what yoga is, and something that I'm learning within my teacher training program is we're learning anatomy. So mm-hmm. I'm extensively learning the bones and the muscles and like the digestive system and like the nervous system and what right. all these things do within our bodies. And like every time, like, every week I go to class, I'm just like, damn, like <laughs> I get like, <laughs> like this is crazy. We got fucking bones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa, like that's there, like. It's just, it's so, like, the human body is so complex, and it's so beautiful and yeah. intricate, intricate, and it's just amazing that, like, what's inside of me, yeah. and, like, it's also <laughs> inside of you, and it just, like, works. <laughs> like, it's just, it flabbergasts me, honestly. Like, I'm just, like, baffled. What's the coolest thing about the body you've learned so far? Um, I mean... That's when I get into all like my weird mysticism and like shit because all right. I like let's let's dive deep. Come on, let's unpack it. <laughs> Fuck <don't>... the lions. <laughs> let's unpack this. <laughs> I like um, believing in the abstract. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's interesting to me. But something that what do you I, mean by that? So I guess for example, there is something in uh, where it's like fresh to me. So I'm still like trying to understand and learn it. Um, but within yoga. There is prana. Piranhas? No, not piranhas. (laughs) Piranha yoga, the new version. (laughs) Be as still as you can, they will attack. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) No, but it's prana. Piranha. Not, uh, sorry, it's hard for me to say piranha. It sounds like piranha. Yeah, you're adding extra letters. (laughs) Where? No, I'm not. Piranha. (laughs) (laughs) Piranha. Piranha. Yes. You just gotta say it quick. Piranha. The devil wears prana. <laughs> <laughs> it it is basically what prana means is um, energy. Okay. Like that's what it is. It's it's your breath. It's your energy. Right. It's what moves within you. It's what your carbs are metabolized into. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's different. There's five different pranas within your body. Mm-hmm. There's upward moving energy, downward moving energy, energy that moves like rotationally. It's the or the combination of them all. It's like this kind of beautiful, like energy system that's happening within inside of your body. And okay. and different. 
asanas, so different yoga postures, help to enhance the different flows of energy within your body. So, so wait, what, there's you said there's five. Yes. So upward. <laughs> you're now you're quizzing me because I just learned this. Oh, shit. okay. So, <laughs> I sorry. I'm assuming you're an expert. No, not yet. Not yet. We're getting there. Okay. But the ones that I know off the top of my head. Are, I was wondering, like, do you know anything specific about like those types of energies, like what they're responsible for or anything? it's okay if you don't no i don't i don't not yet well god i know sorry everybody (laughs) (laughs) um there is this amazing book that you should check out though um we're reading it for school and it's by dr david frawley and it's called yoga and ayurveda and it's just like this cool book that goes yoga and what ayurveda what is that so ayurveda goes hand in hand with the practice of yoga so like I said before, yoga is self-realization, where Ayurveda is self-healing. Okay. So Ayurveda is the healing aspect behind yoga. It's like the holistic kind of way of healing your body mm-hmm. through like dietary choices, through um, the acts of like herbal remedies, like all of the different kinds of things. Naturally and holistically, you can heal yourself, which is Ayurveda. Okay. Holistically. Yes. What does that mean? Like, uh, <laughs> holistic <laughs> is natural, natural remedies, I okay. guess. Do you think that's what it means? <laughs> I, I don't really know either. Fact check me. <laughs> um, Alexa, what does holistic mean? The adjective holistic is usually defined as incorporating the concept of holism or the idea that the whole is more than merely the sum of its parts in theory mm. or practice. For more... Ask me to give you more definitions for holistic. So I can elaborate. Okay, cool. So as in holistic, it being all aspects work together. Like you can't. Whole. It's whole. Like as in you can't just focus on one thing Mm. because everything's interconnected. Right. Like absolutely. Like your, what you put into your body as in your diet is connected to how like your skin's going to react to things like sometimes people break out or get hives or whatever from the right. things that they eat so it's like it's a whole and in, exclu- in, in inclusive, inclusive yeah <laughs> <laughs> um practice where it's not just a physical yoga practice with yeah. asanas and meditation and those kinds of things but it's also what is it that i'm putting in my body and on my body right you know it's it's a really beautiful thing yeah <laughs> It sucks that Western culture has just changed into just a whole holy physical, right? Because holy physical, <laughs> holistically physical, all right. of your physical, none of none of all the other good shit. No, and it, the craziest thing of all is something that people like have been saying back or like feedback from modern yoga practice is mm-hmm. where's the breath work? All yoga is breath work. Just like how you breathe? How you breathe. And the different, like, when you meditate, when you meditate um, mindfulness meditation, Mm -hmm. it's focusing on the breath, right? Well, it's never being taught in modern yoga what the breath is or like how to use the breath to help you through your exercise. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the like disadvantages of like the modernized or the yeah, the modernization of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard, you know. <laughs> but and like that was one of my teachers like biggest I wouldn't call it modernization of yoga. I would call it monetization of yoga. There there you go. <laughs> um but like that was one of my teachers biggest pet peeves is the fact that 
where's the breath work within our yoga practice and why is it not being more like pronounced yeah in modern yoga mm-hmm. so like can you is there like types of either yoga or meditation where you like are breathing like maniacally like if i'm going like <sighs> yeah so that's like that's a thing so when you that sounds like some like a, a way to breed a crazy person <laughs> well so when you are physically practi- physically practicing yoga mm-hmm. there's this thing and i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right but it's called like um now that i said that i like stunted myself from actually <laughs> pronouncing it ujjayi that's what it's called ujjayi breath ujjayi. and so basically my teacher says ujjayi breath's kind of like your darth vader voice <sighs> yes so when you are physically practicing, it's good to have a ujjayi breath to focus on the breath. Like the heavier you breathe, you breathe, and the more sound effects you give yourself, mm-hmm. helps you hold postures like hard postures longer. Like if I were to be in plank pose mm-hmm. and hold it for like three minutes, developing a sound breath like ujjayi going. <sighs> It helps you more like a more aggressive breathing style. Yes. It helps you focus on the breath rather than focusing on the pain, the pain, like, oh, my arms hurt. Like they're not meant to stay like this forever. Or like my back is hurting or my legs hurt you. It's like, don't like you are not your pain. You are your Mm -hmm. breath. And if you focus on the breath and you help and it helps you become your pains all in your mind. Yes. And your breath is what you need to live. Yes. Maybe that relates back to fucking tennis where people like fucking moan and grunt when they yeah. have to hit something hard. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, that tracks. You know, it probably, I would bet that like uh, like hardcore tennis, like superstars of tennis probably do yoga and probably practice this kind of shit. And I, not I fucking Americanized yoga. <laughs> no. <laughs> they actually have their own individualistic practice. That's why I feel as though... Modern yoga, like going to yoga studios and stuff is a good way for people to get exposed to yoga. But if you are serious about having a yoga practice, it's something that you should discover on your, like for yourself, like Mm -hmm. go home and go into a very nice space, very comfortable space and practice like with Mm. yourself. You, it's... (laughs) It's nice to Go have... home to a nice secluded space and just practice with yourself all night long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, don't get me wrong, going to a studio is nice because you have the energy to feed mm. off of other people. The camaraderie. Yes, and you don't feel so, like, you're like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, if you right. go enough times to kind of get a basic layout of what's going on, it's so much better to practice at home. And it's something that I'm currently struggling with is developing my own at-home practice. Mm. But when I do practice at home, it's amazing. Yeah. I imagine part of the thing is you got to have enough fucking space. And mm-hmm. and also, also, I think, I would, I would guess that going to like with group, it's like more motivation because... It is. It's, it's, it's easier or it's not as easy to just like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Because right. we are like uh, beings that are present in the moment and we're terrible at thinking about the future. Yeah, so. agreed. And see, that was something that I, I was having problems with my yoga practice was having finding the motivation to actually get to my mat. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's 
baffling to me because it's something that I genuinely love to do and I've seen it help me mentally and physically Mm. and my body feels great my mind feels great and it's just baffling to me that it takes me such a long time to actually get to the mat and I don't know like once you're there you're probably like good like you're there yes just it's just how that's just how our brains work in the modern world. I think it's because of all of our fucking distractions, like with our phones and our yeah, TVs and shit. I agree. Um, like I like feel the same way. Like when I play my guitar, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's like I just can't get to playing. Then once I start playing, I can't fucking stop. Right. You know. Um, it's like jumping in. Oh, I can't remember who said this to me, but I think it's a great like visual visual visualization. Is when you go swimming mm. you love to swim when you're in the water you're in there for hours yeah but why so hesitant to dip your toes in like it's so cold right. you're so afraid but then once you're in you're swimming all day right why not why just is dive that, right in why not just dive right in where's why do you hesitate so much mm-hmm. it's a good metaphor yeah right <laughs> um yeah i i think it's got to be something with being inherently human or maybe just at certain uh personality traits but I tend to blame everything on technology. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't yes. know. It's hard. It's like uh, anxiety has probably has a lot to do with it, and we live in a world that's conducive to anxiety right now, mm-hmm. like more than we can even handle. Like most of us, like some of us just skate by. Like, but yeah, I we, agree with that, one hundred percent. See, I'm a genius. <laughs> Well, Buy me a new TV, everybody. It's Black <laughs> Friday, um, but when this comes out, in two days. Come on. Well, <laughs> something on this topic of anxiety and the brain and mm-hmm. things of that nature, because like we're talking about meditation and yoga, there is this amazing documentary series on Netflix called Explained. Okay. So there's two series. There's um, their main series, which they release a new episode weekly, which is amazing and then they did a subsection called this is going to perfectly segment to our or segue to our next topic oh amazing (laughs) um but their subsection is called fear number two entertainment so now on to netflix documentaries um let's hear perfect segue what the heck and she was afraid to be on this because she wanted to sit through one first because she wasn't gonna do good enough (laughs) I get she has right. drinking on not all of her beer, but she has been talking most of the time. So don't blame her, everybody. Also, no one ever drinks all the beers. Well, <laughs> actually, that's not true. Some people don't. <laughs> Some people don't. Well, so this um, documentary series. Uh, what's is, the name again? It's called Explained. Okay. So, uh, for example, on their like main one that releases things weekly. It's, oh, it's a weekly thing? It's a weekly thing. So oh. it's amazing. So I remember they had... Good, I want to talk about this shit, but go on. Right, they had one or two series, like two or, yeah, two seasons out, and I watched them all, and then just recently they started releasing them weekly. Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. they have, um, like the first episode is called Music Explained, or it's like Political Correctness Explained, mm-hmm. or uh, whatever, Explained. Right, it's kind That's, of like a... Yeah, there's like a couple of shows like that. Yes, and what's great about this series is it's only tw- like each episode is less than 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and they have great visualizations to like help you go through understanding the topic that they're talking right. about. So they did a subsection or like a sub series called The Mind Explained, 
And there's five episodes in this one. And I literally binged it. When I found it, I watched <laughs> every episode in one night. I, like, couldn't stop. Yeah, that's your style. Yes. and Not binging, but, like, the mind The shit. mind, yes. And I think the first episode was literally the mind explained. And then they had um, anxiety explained, which was a really interesting like a really interesting one, like just the different yeah. things that they would talk about. And then they had... Um, so what would they say about anxiety? Because I'm interested in that because like I notice a lot of my friends have anxiety. I have my own like subtle forms of anxiety. Um, I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know, I, I'm not very knowledgeable on the subject, even though I... Well, I'm not asking for your expert opinion. I'm asking for this documentary's expert I did, opinion. It was You forever, didn't retain it? I didn't retain it. <laughs> I was you didn't retain it? <laughs> I was mainly interested in the mindfulness meditation explained, oh, which was you. the next one. But like, how, how, this, it's, binging is the dumbest thing to ever exist because you don't retain an, a, anything from what you watch. Totally watched. fucking agree. And that's why I wanted, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Um, so like, you know, Disney plus just came out. Yeah. You, I don't know if you are into Disney. Or anything. I am into, I'm into Disney. Yes. You into Star Wars? I've seen like, I've seen episode four and five and that's it. So no, when you're out in the Star Wars. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so the Mandalorian, have you heard about the Mandalorian? I have. Yes. Um, it's a Star Wars show that came out first Star Wars show, like live action Star Wars show, I believe. Um, um, but the thing about it, it's like, it's on Disney plus, but it's released week to week. Mm. And and uh, like as you s- just described with that, I think that streaming shows should go to this. Yes. Because binging them, it's like just like I don't need to spend like two days watching like fucking so much TV. Like let me like the thing about like uh, cable TV shows or like HBO or whatnot is you get a whole week to ruminate on everything you just saw, exactly. especially if it's a complex show or like you know like I guess I I can get streaming like a sitcom like. Mm-hmm. Maybe release those shows in uh, binge-worthy forms. Mm-hmm. But a show you want people to fucking think about, you need time between episodes. You need to make it a, a cultural conversation. Um, because that's like why Game of Thrones is like the last great TV show that has been out. Because like you had the whole country, and it, maybe even world, <laughs> watching it at once, talking about it, bitching about it, and like cheering for it at the same time. And it's like camaraderie again, like with mm-hmm. everybody something to talk about and it's great and um watchmen's the next one on to you um <laughs> how do you feel about so you were just saying about binging shows i just yeah. th- i just i just like this new well, style yes well so just like you asked me what did that documentary series say and it's like i remember some things but like i can't retain it because i just binge watched five episodes one right after the other and it's like how am i supposed to retain any of this information which just made me think of some like a complete tangent about (laughs) (laughs) the public school system (laughs) (laughs) okay let's hear it Why not? But it's just like constantly cr- cramming our brains with like information to just no, 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 no. Mm. But it's like, how am I supposed to retain any of this? Like, I need m- like multiple days, maybe two weeks to like fully comprehend, com- like not to understand, but to comprehend something. Right. Like, if it's just being force fed like down my throat, through my eye sockets, like mm. it- I need time to breathe and to like absorb this information and it 
I can't just binge information. That's why I was always so bad at history because like I would just like, you know, that shit's the one that gets crammed down your throat kind of. Yeah. Math, like on the other hand, I think like everything you learn in math builds and continues building on. And you have to you like you like when you get to like fucking like calculus or something, mm-hmm. you have to use everything you've already learned so it all stays in practice. Yes. History it's like, all right, there's an era, here's the next one. It's not really tangent on the one before that or you're jumping around the globe yeah um but now i have more of appreciation for like history and whatnot now because i think a lot of it has to do with game of thrones to be honest but, <laughs> <laughs> but science is the same way like everything yeah. builds on each other and like like a fucking story like yeah it's got it but if you're just like zip oh it's over on to the next one well i mean sometimes i feel as though the way that we're being taught is not like not the correct way i think like the way we're being taught is uh probably good for some people but not good for the majority like there's there's just everyone learns differently you know yeah like maybe some people maybe binging is good for some people maybe some people like it maybe how do you they must have like super mega brains they could, or super not caring, <laughs> or don't really care about what the point of the story is. <laughs> There's like this... <laughs> Synopsis? I don't know what I'm trying to say. It starts with an S, it sounds like. <laughs> I'm just not going to try. Um, There's this thing that says that the human brain can only retain X amount of information. Okay. Like... Your brain is only capable of knowing so many things. Right. I've know? heard this too. And it's um, uh, not, well, it's true, but also we have like an insane amount of memory. I know, but why? I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. It's like <laughs> kind of an interesting thing to say, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about Modest Mouse. <laughs> uh, yes. So the reason Sophia's on this podcast today is because she uh, texted me out of the blue today. Um from this classic Modest Mouse song that I, one of the first ones I used to love, one of the first songs I learned to play on guitar. Really? Mm-hmm. Not, not, I guess not one of the first, first one I played like with a group of people. Yeah. Because um, we had our friend Mike Carl, shout out to Mike Carl, frequent guest of the Split Six. Um, he used to have a bass and he used to be able to play the bass line to the song, uh, The Good Times Are Killing Me by Modest Mouse. Last song off their album, uh, Good News People Who Love Bad News. Mm-hmm. Classic album. Gonna get that tattooed one day. But... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so um, my question, like, you, so what did you say to me today? You said that you found new meaning in this song? I did. I did. What did you, I, I'm confused on what meaning you used to think of it as. Um. Or did you just find meaning? I think there was always some kind of meaning to it, mm-hmm. but meaning that became more relevant. Yeah. If that makes sense. As we go on we remember uh, i'm just kidding that's not the lyrics <laughs> but uh yeah so if you guys haven't heard the song take a second pause it go listen to it it's called the good times are killing me by modest mouse one of my favorite songs yeah it's good it made me feel like it's like sentimental in a way i mean the good times they're killing me you know yeah i mean it's basically <laughs> about like drug use and and partying at least for, for me for what i'm getting it's like especially with the lyrics like yeah all like these good times they are killing your body Mm -hmm. 
but they're good times. Yeah, and I kind of like saw it in a different aspect of not necessarily taking it literally of like the substance abuse and like the things that are being said in there, but mm-hmm. even Fed up with LSD. <laughs> but just like the phrase itself, the good times are killing me. Mm-hmm. Just like you have, I don't even know if I could try to explain my like realization with this right so now. So did you think of it not as in a physical way? Not, yes, not in a physical way. So you think the good times are killing like, I, well, let's dive into this. Come on. <laughs> kind of just like. Like you're having too many good times? and No, like. I don't, I could, it's too fresh. You know, when you like have a aha moment and sometimes you can't just explain it. Yeah, you can't articulate. Yeah, you can't articulate what it. You're, what you're feeling. Yeah. That's Definitely just, understand that. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it It was just something that I knew that you would appreciate because you love Mana's Mouse, so I had to send it to you. Dude, they just had a new song come out called Ice Cream Party. Um, And it sounds like more classic Modest Mouse, like even before like, Really? That album, like back to like Dramamine era. Um, I'll have to give it a check. Give it a check. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to come out with a new album soon because I love them. And they're my second favorite band ever. Well, actually, I don't know. Things have been changing. Now I think Post Malone might be my favorite, <laughs> favorite artist. Who knows? <laughs> Which, if, if you would have told me this whenever Post Malone came out, like, what, I don't know, how many years ago, like, I would have hated myself in the future. If I were looking at Crystal Ball, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's like, absolutely so funny about this <laughs> is I, the first year I went to Bonnaroo, mm-hmm. Post Malone was there. I had no, really? like, I didn't know who he was. Okay. And I remember going to his set and being like, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And then I go to Bonnaroo this year, and I'm, like, in the crowd, like, okay. <laughs> like, I could get with it. <laughs> Fire everywhere. That's even the part I freaked out on, too. That's the part of the Bonnaroo experience where I got the most scared. Right. But um, still, it was great. Like, his set, his live performance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give him that. I don't go out of my way to listen to him, but I think his live performance really, like, I really enjoyed it. I don't know why I like him so much, but I do. <laughs> I think it's because he reminds me of Bonnaroo and his music's really catchy. Yeah. And he did a song with Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, come on. What the fuck? <laughs> I paid $250 to go see him in concert. Actually, Jesus. my mother did for Christmas, so thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, so, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Me and Sophia over here, we're going to buy our Bonnaroo 2020 tickets. Hell yeah. Because it's going to be the cheapest they can. We also... We got to do this smartly. We got to pay with PayPal because I just got an email. You get $25 back if you pay with PayPal. So can I just give you money? Can you PayPal me money or Venmo or something? I can just give you cash. Oh, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> you Do you have any of these online payment things? I only use Venmo. Okay. Well, I would prefer if you Venmo me, but you can give me cash. Well, you wouldn't get it in time because it takes like... Oh, I pay my rent on Venmo, so like it will be into my Venmo balance. Okay. okay. And that'll be happening like two days after. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, uh, yeah. Uh, so like, we get twenty five back. We use Venmo or our uh, PayPal. PayPal. If we buy four though. We get a free parking pass. I know, but like, who's our? Well, we know 
we know I know we're getting four, so I think I might just buy them. Yeah. Um, because I'm pretty sure Sean and Brad are going. Mm-hmm. Mike Wells told me to buy his, so I know I can buy his. <laughs> and we know your brother's coming, so we have at we least have a, six. Yes. Okay. Well, we have at least four. Yeah. Like I mean, are your other friends still going? My my friends are like wanting to go again, but like so like Caitlin and Joe and sweet yeah sweet sweet I'm yeah. pretty sure we'll get we're gonna convince we just need like a certain people to commit and then then we're fine the rock slide will happen yeah. and we'll have an entire <laughs> row in pod two right next to where in the woods and we'll be playing laser tag all weekend <laughs> damn what do you want to be there. Who do I want to be there? I like I. This is my first year, like anticipating a lineup. You know? Right. So this will be my second year going, and this is going to be your fifth. Fourth. This will be your fourth. Yeah. I can shout out to Sophia Bassis for taking me to this shit because that <laughs> was. I can't. I honestly have not stopped talking about it. Ask anybody. Dude, it's, I, it's. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, the first year I went um, was 2016, and. Partially, like, the reason why I went was because LCD Sound System was headlining. So Mm. I'd love to see LCD again, just to, like, be on the main stage and kind of, like, relive that moment Mm -hmm. would be just amazing. They had the most giant disco ball I have ever seen in my entire (laughs) existence. Oh, yeah. It was... He, in the so, in the main stage? Yes, at the main stage. It was huge. Like, it was so ginormous. It blew <laughs> me away. Because <laughs> they have an album called Sound of Silver. Okay. And so it's, you know, Sound of Silver. You got the disco ball. Yeah, like, you, know. you know. Werewolves hate it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their performance was amazing. I would love to see them again. Um, I can't, like, think of... What was your favorite show you've ever seen in all your um, three trips to Bonnaroo so far? can't quantify it can you i don't know if you can because it's like the favorite the best one i saw i think was childish gambino i mean but i've only been there one year yeah i can tell you the bands i was most excited to see Mm -hmm. were like some of my least favorite ones really yeah i think it was because i don't know in that because none of them played at night ah at night it's like more bumping Mm -hmm. and they're more like they're not really dancing music, and that just feels like a place you need to dance. Yeah. Understood. I mean, I enjoyed, like, the Lumineers played during the day, mm-hmm. like, evening, like, midday evening. So mm-hmm. it was, like, that was kind of nice. They had my favorite, like, personal moment yeah. was during that one um, when they played fucking, <laughs> this would be the place. Yeah. And I can't just, believe that. At the very end of the trip, I was just like, Wow. <laughs> This Cherry is this is where top. I fucking belong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. Um, Even though I was guarding like your other younger friends, <laughs> I just abandoned them. <laughs> oh, they're those Caitlin's, were Caitlin's cousins. cousins. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> what a wild weekend. What a time, man! <laughs> what a time. That was perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to go back. I kind of really, really, really hope Lady Gaga for some reason is there. That would honestly be a show to see. That, that would, would be, be... It would If Lady Gaga is announced, then everybody that's listening to this that wants to go, you got to buy tickets immediately because <laughs> they will fucking sell out very fast. I really want Arctic Monkeys to be there. That'd be... And to play at night. That'd be great. 
I just want to I want to see Tame Impala again play because they played one of the years I went and oh yeah I didn't see them I was gonna say I was like I don't think they were there no but that was they were in Mopop they were yeah they did play at Mopop and they played a late night set the second year I went mm-hmm. oh, God, give me Vampire so Weekend come on be Modest Mouse Modest yeah. Mouse there Woo! I know Brand New is never playing again, so that's not going to happen. They had, like, it was absolutely hilarious. There's um, a Reddit page that does, like, mock Bonnaroo lineups. Yeah. And someone <laughs> started one and goes, it's way too early for a 2020 Bonnaroo mock lineup, but here it is. <laughs> and, like, because I was trying to get my friends to go. Yeah. And be like, they're like, well, who's going to be there? I'm like, dude, it's when way they, too when, early. When did they release it? In, like, February? Like January? Ooh, yes, that's so close. I know it's nerve wracking. How much are these tickets gonna be on Black Friday? I've never bought them on Black Friday, so I have no idea. But might have to like kind of do this at like midnight. Yeah, definitely. On Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So, what you doing? Well, you gonna be drunk at your family's? Yeah, but like not too drunk, you know. I know. I know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I don't. This is my first year uh, actually purchasing the tickets. Oh, yeah, because I... Yeah, because we had a thing. My friend had yeah. bought the four. My, so my friend bought the four-piece ticket mm. and then needed to needed somebody to buy a ticket off of him. So that's how I got your ticket. Oh, so I was close. Oh, I'm so happy I did that. <laughs> I'm so happy you asked me when I was fucking wasted. <laughs> <laughs> right? And my brother had Wasted no in a choice. compromised emotional situation. Like, it was perfect. This is how you fucking do things, dude. You just got to... You gotta like force it upon them if you know people are gonna like it. Right? Okay. Oh no, that's. Dun, 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 looking, dun, I was like dun, looking up. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to replicate Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> looking for the mock, mock lineup for Bonnaroo, but I'm having a hard time looking it up. Uh, well, I mean, it's not even a real lineup, so you don't I really know. have to. <laughs> but it was just funny, like, who these people were thinking would be on for 2020. I was reading some about Bonnaroo, and it sounds like this year is, like, the first year they, they brought it back to how it used to be or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but didn't it also sell off this they, year again? They oversold tickets this year. Really? Like, by a lot. So, wait, did that mean that people weren't allowed in? No, like, they over they oversold tickets, which meant that more people were in the festival than they should have had mm. in. So they should have sold out much earlier than they actually did. Oh, damn. So we got to make sure. We got to get all these people on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after how great it was. I mean, I can't, I don't think there's anyone I met at the festival last year. And I met a lot of first timers that aren't going to go again. Yeah, that is true. So I'm glad we're buying these. I'm definitely buying four. Like I don't even care if somehow your brother backs out, which I don't. I don't think he will. I'll find someone. Right, but it's also like I don't care who the lineup is. I just I don't wanna, either. I just want to <laughs> go. Don't care at all. <laughs> and then I mean, see, there was like two bands going into the lineup last year that I wanted to see, <laughs> and it was still the best time of my life. <laughs> I literally didn't care to see anybody really on the lineup for this year there was like maybe like three people overall that i was like interested in seeing mm. but i mainly just wanted to go and like take my friends like yeah. that's, that's why take your take your brother yeah 
and uh, fucking me. Yeah, all you newbies. <laughs> and I started, I, uh, sorry I stole the show for a little bit. <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, man. I just... You guys left uh, before we did too, and you missed the fucking silent DJ party we had. Dude, I, I witnessed. I was witnessing it before we left. Oh, I saw them all come over to our campsite, and I was like, <laughs> I was mad because I wanted to stay, but but you, you know, know your friend or your yeah yep your person uh, <laughs> that 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 chick <laughs> she wanted to leave, which is fine. I mean, I it was kind of nice though because we didn't have to deal with traffic. Oh yeah, Joe at was all. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> It was like fucking terribly. I've never listened to such loud music the entire way home. It was really terrible. <laughs> the whole driving aspect of it is sucks. Yes. But I'm thinking this year, at least what I'm going to plan on doing, because I'm pretty sure uh, Sean and Brad are going to go, so they're probably going to fly there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick them from the airport. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go down like a day early and just spend like one night in Nashville. I'd join you. Hell yeah. I Yes. All right. <laughs> Deal. Deal. <laughs> then Mike Wells and Joe can drive down. Yep. And um, uh, whoever else is coming, I mean, I'm gonna try my hardest to convince Mitchell to go. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get. We're gonna need a crew. <laughs> we're gonna have a whole fucking line, and we all gotta plan this out together. Yes, we I agree. gotta be at the same spot. Like your friends were in the same spot with us last time. Oh, cause someone fucked up. Yes. Tell your friends not to fuck up this I time. I know. <laughs> they were pissed, but I mean, I told them I was like, don't fuck it, like. Yeah, idiots like don't leave and they left but you know you live and you learn yep <laughs> you don't want to be in pod 10 <laughs> nope do we ever go to their campsite no god, it was 10. a 30 minute walk from our campsite oh my god no we can't do that like pod three i could deal with pod one i could you know pod one's the first one right mm-hmm. i don't know i just love our pod so much me too I was only I've only ever been in pod two and pod nine. The first year I went, I was in pod nine, but like that was my first year, so like I had no idea what the hell was going yeah. on. And then my second and third year was both in pod two. Oh, so you're good at getting so you so you pretty much know how when to go. Yes. Okay, then you yeah you continue being the ringleader. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll actually always be the ringleader because I'm uh never going to be mature enough to do that. <laughs> Though I am seven years older than you. It's okay. This is why this dynamic works. <laughs> You're responsible, and I'm responsible for fun. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I still got to get my guitar framed. Oh, that's right. You got that signed by everybody. I know. That was so cool. I'm that so happy cool. it broke up there, which is a weird thing to say. I know. But I'm so happy it broke up there. That was a nice little documentation of... Uh, I'm sorry, but we brought a fucking couch up there, guys. Dude, we brought a couch up there. That was... That <laughs> and we is, have an extra couch now because our neighbors left us a couch. I know! Like, that was so... <laughs> they just up and left. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? I don't know. It was both did, their first year, and I just don't think they... Yeah, we had this gay couple next to us, and, like, they were... They seemed really cool, like, the whole time. We were playing yeah. beer pong with them. And the, that, the last night they were there, I don't know if they were fighting, but I kept going up to them because I couldn't find uh, uh, Simone. And, like, me and her were, like, out in the, where in the woods. Yeah. And then I just lost her. And I just kept asking them, where, like, if they've seen her. And they just eventually like, were like, hey, we're trying to have our own thing over here. I'm like, okay, sorry. Boom. <laughs> and then Simone was sleeping in her car with the car on, and I didn't notice. 
Oh and I was God. like, what are you doing in here, dude? I was looking for you. <laughs> I was very worried. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> you were, that was when you and Joe had passed out. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. We all had our moments. Yeah, we all had our <laughs> moments. Damn. I had like I, like so we went so we went with um uh, uh the four of us like we're in the main group and I ha- got to have like a moment out with each of you guys and it mm-hmm. was great. I was just it was just perfect. Thank you so much for taking me there. You're welcome. I can't stop talking about it. I'm very sure that I've annoyed all my friends talking Dude, about it. <laughs> I mean, that was me when I went too and it was so funny because every time when me and my friend Aaron went together, we would always be like Bonnaroo, you know, and then our friends would be like, Roo, just like mocking yeah. us and just like making fun of us. And we're like, you know, once you go, you'll understand. Yeah. I've been telling my friends, I'm like, I wouldn't be trying this hard to get you to go if I didn't believe in it so much. Right. Like, yeah, it's a it's a good ass time. I, yeah, I can't believe There's nothing like it. There's nothing like that it. That I've ever experienced. And Probably Lollapalooza. Wait, no, not. Or Coachella, whichever whichever one's not in the ones Chicago. In that Coachella. Yeah, that's probably like it. Yeah. Maybe Burning Man. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's such a... I have, like, some friends who are like, I don't know, like, I don't think I could ever go to a music festival. Like, that just doesn't seem like my scene or anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, like, such an advocate for Bonnaroo, because it's doesn't... It's not a niche thing. Yeah. Because there's so many different kinds of artists right. that go. It's everyone there. It's every I mean, the first year I went, Lamb of God played. And I'm like, <laughs> what the Lamb of God? <laughs> I'm like, what? It, like and then the next set was like, um, L C D sound system headlined that night. And it's like, what? And then like just like yeah. so many different and then there's comedy acts, there's movies playing, silent disco, yep, yep. EDM, folk, rock, alter- like there's just so many different kinds of things that fit everybody's liking. You could go there and not see a single show and still have a great time. Yes, because like there's also like community work that you can do. There's mm. the academy where you can learn about herbs or like essential oils or like how to garden and like there's just so many yeah. different aspects of things that you can do there that just like blows my mind did joe tell you what we're gonna do this year no about the flowers no the flowers our plan like i mean this might just be a a, a plan that yeah. probably won't come to fruition but <laughs> we want to bring like a couple pallets of flowers and plant them around Oh my god, that'd be so cute! <laughs> I would totally do that. <laughs> but we gotta make sure they're not invasive. Yeah. Because I'm sure people like that will be on the lookout. And also, if we're bringing shovels, <laughs> <laughs> gotta do this like at night. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, well, uh, Stella has decided to join the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the room, Stella. Hi, Stella. Stella. Have you gotten any of the emails? Like they're they're adding a bunch of shit mm-hmm. for next year, and I can't wait. Me neither. Um, but um, anyways, uh, what else you been fucking with? You watch any TV shows? Um, do you even watch TV? <laughs> I do. Okay. Um, I am currently watching Community. Oh, that's, is that your sitcom of choice? Like right. in terms of the Friends, Office, New Girl universe? I've never seen Community. 
So this is my first time watching it. Okay, so it it's was, not one. It's not like just something you binge on no, in the background. No, like I'm actually actively watching it because Caitlin actually recommended it to me, and she's like, "Dude, you gotta watch Community. Mm-hmm. It's so funny." And I'm like, "Damn, this is really funny." Like, <laughs> Childish Gambino's in there. Right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. AKA Donald Glover. Yeah. <laughs> like before he was a rap artist, before he. Like, right around when he started his, like, comedy, you know? So, yeah. just, like, up-and-coming triple threat. Right. Right after, probably, uh, Bro Rape. You, do you remember that? I don't know. Mm-mm. He started off on this fucking... <laughs> this little stupid, like, YouTube thing that was just called Bro Rape. It's just, like, a the, one of the first viral videos. Probably not cultural for the time, but it's about... Here, number three. How? The president grabbed me. I can tell that you've never listened to one of my podcasts before. No. <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> the president grabbed us all, didn't they? Yes. Um, uh, on to politics. I know we uh, just we cut the podcast off to go take a break for a second. So whatever I was saying. Sorry, I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the political world these days? I don't. Uh, well, that's a shame. I know. It's It's something that... I wish I was more educated about, but was never properly educated in the past to then further my investigation in the now. And now I'm too caught up in other things to like try to fully invest time into understanding, like genuinely understanding how politics works, how it works. All right. Well, um, uh, (laughs) um, uh, so the president Mm -hmm. currently, uh, under impeachment trials. Yes, that I am aware of. Uh, they're going to be, I think reports came out yesterday that they're going to be sent to uh, judicial impeachment, whatever it's called, and where they're probably going to proceed with uh, articles of impeachment and then the House is going to vote on it. And uh, assuming the Democrats all stay together, it's going to go to the Senate and there's going to be a trial in the Senate. Wow. Because our president is a fucking maniac. And... Yeah. Um, it's honestly one of the most important parts in American history because if he gets away with everything and if let's say he wins this next election, he's I don't know what he's going to do without having to rely on voters anymore. Like I heard today that he just put his uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, in charge of like being like the person that's like uh, overseeing the building of the wall there. And Jared Kushner wants to <laughs> put live camera webcams up for to see people building the wall and which is straight up a waste of taxpayer money just to ensure more votes for Donald Trump because Ew. he's fulfilling one of his campaign promises that is straight up just a <laughs> just a racist thing because yeah. there's immigrants from everywhere and <laughs> listening to like this uh this American life one of the best podcasts out there probably the best podcast out there uh, just did a story on uh, what's going on at the wall and whatnot. And, like, it's so heartbreaking. It's so sad. Like, you will mm. cry if you listen to it, if you have any kind of emotion. <laughs> um, uh, and then they compare it to, like, people coming over from, like, um, Asia or whatnot and how easy it is for them to get over when opposed to uh, – or not even to get over, to seek asylum, mm-hmm. which is, like, a law in our country where if a person needs to seek asylum then we will let them in because they're at danger of dying from uh, other things in their own place and it's straight up just about people being brown it's messed up messed up world we live in it's a messed up world we live in use your hold up and let's talk about astrology <laughs> i don't know if you remembered 
I don't want to talk about this anymore. I've talked about it and thought about it too much. Uh, yeah, we can talk about astrology. All right, so what do you have to say? Um, I mean... No, 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 no. You have to say hold up. Oh, hold up. Oh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk astrology. Yes, Aquarius in the house. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'd like to start off, start off by saying I'm not like... The best and most knowledgeable person about astrology i know a lot of like the main facets of it but i don't know in depth detail about it okay so the thing that surprises me the most is people who don't people who don't know astrology or don't have a general realize oh, i don't even know what i'm trying to say like <laughs> See, this is why we say politics for last, where the beer makes you looser <laughs> and more confused. <laughs> well, there are th- three signs. I thought there was like 12. Okay, there is 12. But like for you, you are made up of three signs. You're not just an Aquarius. Oh, you, there's like the rise. There's the rising sign and there's also your moon sign. Okay. So you are not just made up of an Aquarius. Like, when you go to read a horoscope and they say they have all 12 signs and you read Aquarius and you're like, okay, well, that was a load of shit that's so generalized that that could be anybody. Well, mm. yeah, it could be. But that's not taking into consideration that what your moon sign is and what your rising sign is. That makes up who you are. Okay. So. So astrological it. apps and, you know, what are the, are those bullshit or are those... Um, like, I kind of feel like anyone could make up this shit. And, like, because, like, anything vague could relate to anybody. So, like, is there, like, a... Is there, like, a... Like, who's in charge of all this shit? You know what um, I mean? Greek mythology. So, like, it's all based on Greek mythology. I... Okay, so, during this summer is when I got... um is when I went more extensive with my knowledge on astrology. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to the root of understanding things. And part of me wanted to start with... Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're not the first one to burp on here. <laughs> um, I had chili before I got here. <laughs> yeah, you guys should see the smell of this room right now. <laughs> um, but part of me really wanted to start with Greek mythology. And it's because... It's also, it's not just the zodiac signs. It's also all the planets within the solar system and some of the asteroids that are within the solar system that make up your being. Okay. So, for example, you have um, Aries, which is the god of war. Which is you. Which is me. Yeah. Um, I am an Aries, yes. But if you were to look back on like Greek mythology, you have whoever Aries was... They named him the god of war and also associated him as Mars. Okay. So Aries and Mars are inherently connected. Mm -hmm. So that's with every planet. Every planet has a corresponding zodiac sign, which is just like another... But aren't there more zodiac signs than planets? There are. So some planets have two. Okay. You have like um, a dominant sign and then like a sub. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Harry Potter houses. Yes, kind of. Like, I'm a Slytherin with a sub Hufflepuff. There you go. Exactly. So, um, that's when, like, astrology starts to become more complex. Is, like, if I were to try to understand, like, 
I think I have your your natal chart on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> it's like kind of messed up how many people I like ask. I do. Well, you have to know like you have to know the obviously the day you were born, which hopefully everyone knows. Um, you know the time you were born, and what's mm-hmm. the third thing? The city you were born in. Okay. Yeah. Know all those. So, for example, as I was saying, um, Aries is um corresponding to mars like Mm -hmm. they are the same um your mars is in gemini okay Okay. so the thing is is like when you start to try to understand and like dive in into your natal chart if you were to look back to the origin well mars is represented represented as aries so all of the qualities of aries are in the planet of mars Okay. So to further understand Mars in your natal chart, you are supposed to understand what Aries is like. And then mm. you understand it through the lens of Gemini because your Mars is in the sign of Gemini. Okay. Does that track? Like I, I, th- I think so. I mean, I, <laughs> you're admittedly not an expert and I am a very, very big novice on this. But um, uh, what is my, uh, do you ha- did you have mine in there? Yeah. So read my horoscope. Let's see if it tracks for right now. Mm, I mean, I can't. The, this isn't really the app that I'm using right now. Isn't really like a horoscope app. It's just a natal. It just gives me your planets. So it doesn't and such. say anything. All right. So what are my planets? As a uh, Aquarius born on January twenty third, nineteen ninety one, at ten ten a.m. in um, Farmington Farming- Hills, Michigan. Yep, Farmington Hills. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. it was Botsford Hospital, but yeah, that is Farmington. I remember we did this before. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll just give your like most basic um, or like your the most well-known signs for now. Uh-huh. So you are a Aquarius sun. You are a moon Taurus and you are rising Pisces. Ah, dated a lot of Pisces in my life. It makes sense. Kind of does your... <laughs> You're attracted to what you are, I Which guess. Pisces are, like, doofuses? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, according to all the vine things, Pisces seem a little aloof. So, how I like to try to understand the signs is trying to understand them individualistically is very hard. Mm-hmm. And just, like, abstract. But when you try to understand them in the essence of elements it makes it so much easier so i'm an air sign so you're an airbender which doesn't (laughs) (laughs) why the fuck is the water bearer an air sign i don't know don't ask me actually i make it now i just thought of it clouds oh there you go i bear the water there you go ha makes sense now what are the air signs are you an air sign aries no um aries is a fire sign Oh, because you've got a war. Destruction. <laughs> exactly. You do not but, seem like a person that's built for destruction. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I My moon and my rising sign are air air signs. So okay. I'm a Libra moon and a rising Aquarius. Hey, so, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we should probably do that with beers because oh. we're on this beer podcast. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> water sign <laughs> i literally have no water in my chart i pisces is water right yes what's taurus taurus is an earth sign got them all except for fire i don't have any i lack the fire i'm like a garnet well, which is my birthstone 
Oh, whoa. Uh, you ever heard this line from Game of Thrones? I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. uh, there's like the house Lannister. Um, they're like stone is a ruby. And they're like, what's between a ruby and a gar- garnet? And it's like, garnet lacks the fire. And that makes sense. Because you got no fire. Got no fire, baby. Well, okay. Let's see. Your Jupiter is in Leo, which is a fire sign. And Does that mean I'm feeling spicy right now? <laughs> um, I look at Jupiter as the planet of expansion. Okay. Of knowledge. Like expanding. And uh, Leo is... Um, very by when you say you look at jupiter like that is that just your own personal yes okay of how i interpreted my research okay um these things jupiter seems like it has a big ego to me it's the biggest planet within our solar system yeah i know like come on get over yourself (laughs) i guess fucking lizzo like (laughs) uh go juice Read my horoscope. Come on. I want my live horoscope. Find it. Okay. Let's. And in the meantime, I'll just sing songs. <laughs> I'll pull my hair down. That did it. <laughs> singing Juice? Uh, no, that was Lizzo. Come on. What's wrong with you? Juice by Lizzo. Oh, is that the name of the song? Yeah. Go Juice. That's why you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an Aquarius. I'm naturally goofy. <laughs> Do you ever watch those Vine videos with like... I don't watch Vine. Okay. Well, Vine's not a thing anymore. But there's... <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's things on YouTube where they have like Vine compilations. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Where they... And then they put like on every the, all the characters in the Vines, like they put their uh, sign, their astrological sign on them to mm. like... Um, uh, <laughs> To like say like this sign would do this like yeah. that's this person and um they are like the funniest things to watch like it's so funny my favorite one uh for my sign like somebody comes in and it's like a murderer coming into a house and they're like i don't forget what sign it was they're like red robin and then like the aquarius pops out yum oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's like i would do that yes i would there's um It'd be really hard for me to control myself in that situation there was like this some astrology instagrams that i follow Mm -hmm. and i can't remember what account this was but they posted this like um signs getting ready for halloween Mm -hmm. and it was like one person versus the other and then the one person was like you know getting all sexy dressing up like you know like all hot and shit and then the other one was like it was like this guy dressed up as like the girl from Frozen. So it's <laughs> Elsa? Like, no, the other one. Anna, right? I, I think that's her name. Olaf, the snowman? No, the other sister. Um, Do you want to build a sister? <laughs> but it's just like funny, like the two different aspects. And it was like ha- like split into half. Like there's like the ones that are that will dress up like all sexy and like promiscuous. And then the, yeah. there's the other ones that will just like dress up funny. Yeah. And like it tracked. It's like... <laughs> just hilarious like fucking Lindsay lohan from mean girls like just dressing up scary as shit for halloween yes yes <laughs> but like everybody else dressed up as a bunny right a sexy bunny a sexy bunny like don't forget like a slutty bunny i'm a, sorry yeah like that is the key <laughs> aspect here i have your uh horoscope up all right well let's read it and i'll tell you if it makes sense oh what is it bad it. no why can't I, why can't you read it Cause Cause I oh, it's, reading. it's too much to read okay yes. i thought you scared me for a second 
Okay, Aquarius. Lots of things have gotten stirred up in the last two weeks. Not really. <laughs> You're in the middle of something that is due to gel in prospects that could totally change the scenery. Maybe. Don't make the mistake of trying to push the river. That sounds sexual. Because whatever this is about will come into being on its own steam. At times like this, the wise person sits and waits. By early next year, you'll be faced with a choice that will call you to decide between the bird in your hand and the one in the bush. Also sexual. Don't let other people and their advice have too much to say about the situation that will flower in the light of radical moves. I don't know about any of that. <laughs> that was a very strange horoscope, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, see what I mean? Like, that seems so general generalized. Yeah. Where it's like when you are to look at your specific natal chart that has your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, your Mars, your Venus, your Jupiter, you know, like, all of these yeah. things, it becomes more, like, not, it becomes more specialized like it's really looking at certain aspects Mm -hmm. of things like for example when looking at like whenever somebody comes up to me and they're like oh like you know astrology like what can you tell me and i'm like oh like sometimes (laughs) where i (laughs) i just puke everywhere (laughs) (laughs) um some places where i like to start is I like to use um, Sigmund Freud's interpretation of the ego, the super ego, and the id. And like, uh, don't you think Sigmund Freud was like a fucking weird creep, though? That's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had something going with the ego, the super ego, and the id, like the three different kinds of consciousness. Mm-hmm. That I don't you know have. if he did, but anyways, go on. So basically, <laughs> how I look at the ego, the superego, and the id is the sun, the moon, and the rising sign. Okay. So your sun sign. So what superego? Explain explain what those uh, three mean. For so our listeners. your ego is your ego. Like I don't really yeah. know how else to explain the I mean, ego. Ego like uh, I have a, I think I have a strong ego, like where I'm like very prominent, yeah, prominent confidence. Um, kind of believe in like you're the best yeah that could be part of part of the ego um i'd say what the hell's a super ego this um the super ego is kind my understanding and like please somebody come at me and tell me if i'm wrong but i think that the super ego is your subconscious mind okay it's kind of just like you living you without even you realizing it got you and then the id. So my super ego is much less confident than my ego because my ego is pretty high. Your my ego, super ego is like pretty low. Your your ego overpowers your super ego mm-hmm. basically every time. Unless I smoke a bunch of weed. But anyways, go on. <laughs> and then I see the id as your like. <laughs> like just weird guy in the corner, like sitting on a chair with his hair over his face. No. Oh, okay. Not cousin it. <laughs> That's what um, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that the id is the animal-like instincts of yourself so So, probably like your sexuality no more your body language like how you fight or flight mode like Uh, like animals are in constant fight or flight mode they don't really it's to be debated Mm. and argued but that they don't have like a con like a a self-conscious mind right 
um, where that's what sets animals apart from human being, the human animal, is yeah. that we have self-consciousness. Like, we can, we can meditate on our consciousness where animals can't. Right. We can look at ourselves in the mirror, recognize who we are, and understand that. Yes. And so those are like the three different aspects. And I think all three of those are displayed through the sun, the moon, and the rising sign. Mm-hmm. So your sun sign is your ego. It's like who you want to be. So like you want to be an Aquarius, right? That's your ego. Yeah. But your moon sign is what you need in life. It's like who you actually are. My moon sign's a Taurus? Yes. What is a ta- What are the characteristics of a Taurus? So a Taurus is, well, first and foremost, they're an earth sign. So they're grounded. Like that is like the main thing to take away from the signs. Oh. It's like I normally, like where I ended with my astrology research is because then I started doing my teacher training stuff. So I had to put like put a pin in all of my research. But my last doings of my research were to look at everything through the lens of elements. Because that's the most unabstract thing. The elements yeah. are real. We live within them. We are the elements. Right. I've been um like like a long time ago I was working on trying to work on this song and never quite finished it or anything, but one of the lyrics was I I can't keep my head on my shoulders. I'm always floating through air trying try to ignore I'm growing older. Mm-hmm. And that's air. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like the the elements are represent or the signs are represented by elements. And mm. I think the elements themselves Oh, I live in the clouds. That makes sense. The the elements themselves very much depict the signs. So you wait. So yours is fire. So my my ego is a fire. But like, are I'm, you? I'm, does that does that relate to you? Um, when my ego is out, I would agree that I'm very kind of, um, exuberant. Mm. Like I get very like excited and just like want to yeah. want to talk about things. And I feel I'm like, like I've seen you close to like just exploding like <laughs> randomly. <laughs> so it's like, yes, just like <gasps> like I just I just get so excited. Yeah. Um, which is, I would say my ego, my Aries self, mm. right? But I'm a Libra moon. Which so, is, which is, what is Libra? Which is air. Okay. So it's very, it's more going with the flow. It's more aloof. Mm-hmm. Um, you could oh, say, aloof. which is Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that did sound like a goat. <laughs> So wait, what is um uh, water supposed to mean? Fluid, fluidity? Yes, but it's also the like the main thing about water signs is that they're emotional. Because water, sadness, emotions, blah. My two yeah. like best friends that are water signs, they seem very anxious. It's because they don't they don't confront their emotions the way that they should. Mm. They have them bottled up. You're that Sean and Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out. <laughs> we'll call y'all out. Everyone can look up your birthdays anyway. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, it's a more extensive thing than we think it is from just looking at the horoscopes. So what signs do they say are like compatible? I think. Th- is there like a sign? Is there like a there? M- there is a like a love match compatibility. Which sign goes best with which sign? Is it kind of bullshit? I believe that it's kind of bullshit. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to look at the signs specifically, like if I were to see, doesn't an Aries and Aquarius mix well together? Mm-hmm. I would not look at it with the abstract, like, well, character... Well, fi- dis- fire and air sounds like it could be explosive. Okay, there you go. So... <laughs> Why I think it's bullshit is because I don't want to look at the abstract character description of an Aries and an Mm -hmm. Aquarius. I want to look at the physical manifestation of it. I want to look at the elements. Okay. So what does air and fire look like when they're seen together? Well, air ignites the fire. fire. Right? So like air ignites the fire, right? But then there's also some like good things about it. Like... Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be okay with igniting fire, like, you know, like, I don't, I, I, I just want to be part of the show, don't necessarily, well, actually, no, I do want to be the star sometimes, but I like to be the backstage manipulator, you know? See, I've got this, um, air, I've got this, like, cool thing that I, um, like, this horoscope thing that I found that these guys look at elements, rather mm-hmm. than looking at the signs. So it says for fire and air. It says fire needs air. Without it, no matter how much fuel it has, it cannot survive. Why though does air need fire? It can't ex mm. <laughs> It can exist quiet qu- <laughs> It can't exist- you turn into a fucking Pikmin when you when you can <laughs> Ooh, yeah <laughs> I just need to, like, I get nervous about reading things out loud that I haven't read before. You have some deep trauma from uh, elementary school from Popcorn Sophia. (laughs) This is why the public school system sucks. Um, Hey, we love the public school system. At least I do. um, Okay, well, you can... Never mind. I'm just going to put a pin in that. Um... (laughs) But so, like, so basically, it's like, if you were to also... Wait, you didn't read what you... I just don't want to read it. <laughs> Why? Because I can't. Oh, right, give it to me. I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> and then you can elaborate. All right, read this whole thing? Okay, no wonder you didn't want to read this. <laughs> <laughs> the exploding love bomb. <laughs> also sexual. <laughs> Fire needs air. Without it, no matter how much fuel it has, it cannot survive. Why, though, does air need Fire. It can exist quite nicely without all that smoke. It's the heat that it seeks. Ooh. As a meteorologist will tell you, air currents are driven by temperature changes. Wind will not develop and travel unless something warms it up. Error sign people then find fire sign folk useful. Oh my God, this is too real. <laughs> <laughs> they get them to stop sitting around and thinking that they, <laughs> and they make them start doing things. There is a strong attraction between these elements, but there is also an ever-present danger. Firefolk glow so brightly in an heiress person's company that they forget to refuel. Then the wind ends up putting out the fading fire, but as long as there's a tiny spark remaining, a breeze can rekindle it. Thus, this relationship can carry on blowing hot and cold for a lifetime. See? Yeah, I agree. I need that. Like, in the sense of looking at love compatibility through the lens of elements rather than through the signs themselves. It, mm. it makes more logical sense because we live in a physical reality. It's harder to understand the abstract. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. That 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 meant a lot to me because like as an air sign, mm-hmm. head in the clouds. Yeah. I have all these great ideas, but I need something to fucking spur them. Yeah, you need somebody to help fuel that for you. Somebody right. to get the ball rolling. But then it's like sometimes if you were with a with you if you were with a fire mm. person, that that fire <laughs> a fire person. <laughs> Makes you fucking think of Adventure Time. Makes you think of fucking X Men. (laughs) If Storm was with uh, Pyro, (laughs) then it's like that fire then can become so bright that, like, then my ego, my ego is overpowering both of us in our relationship. Oh, so it wouldn't be good for you. Yes, it could be bad for me Mm -hmm. because then it's like my fire's getting ignited and. I'm like pushing you aside. Unless we're like spreading like a wildfire across the world, mm-hmm. your fire is gonna be um, uh, overpowering for me mm-hmm. because we need to spread it everywhere. Or, um, um, you know, I'm just going to subside and your fire is gonna run out. Yeah, like that's how. I mean, if you were to look at the elements, that's how it works. And mm. but then, but like here's here's the catch. All four elements exist together. They one cannot exist without the other. Are you are you suggesting polyamory? <laughs> <Can't do it. laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter what the other person is. As in a fire sign, an air sign, a water sign, or or an earth sign. What matters is if you look at the other person due to their elements, and then how you interact with that person. So what matters is understanding how, like basically like love language shit, like understanding how the other person needs to be loved. Exactly. Like it's how you tend, it's how you tend, right? How you tend to the fire. Right. How how do you keep it alive? Or how do you keep the wind blowing? What's a Sagittarius? Sagittarius is a fire sign. Which is, we're in Sag season right now! Hey, shout <laughs> out! <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, how do you... So, so, like, with that... So my my ex was um, a Sagittarius, yeah. which means she was a fire sign. Um, Do you think that tracks? As in, she kind of ignited you to like have these no, ideas. No, I, I think I. I, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good end point. <laughs> lot to lot to ruminate on. Um, yeah, uh, food for thought. <laughs> Sophia. Thanks for coming on. You were great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is like my actual real first ever like podcast. Yeah, this one's going to be released to the world, actually. That's kind of scary. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> because I'm a Slytherin also, <laughs> which we didn't dive into, but I will enlighten you on that the next time. Yes. Uh, will you be back? Yes, I would love to be back. Is there anywhere um, uh, we can find you, follow you, anything you want to promote? Not, a, not at the moment. Maybe next time. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, everyone, thanks for listening to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella. You can find me and follow me at Nick Wagella on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Follow us anywhere you can follow podcasts at Split Six Media. Um, 
yeah thanks for listening remember it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you and thank you for splitting six with us we'll be back next week hopefully hell yeah (laughs) love you all